Hi, welcome to the Tying with Avian Soma. <laughs> you're doing good, you're doing good. You're gonna well, okay, keep going, okay, keep going, okay. keep going. Hi, welcome to the Tying with Avian Soma today. We have heaps of cool stuff on the show as well as a countdown too. The next public holiday, which is unfortunately 19 days, 15 hours, 55 minutes, and 12 seconds away. And if you're thinking to yourself, man, this all sounds weirdly like amazing. <laughs> Like, it's because I, I, I feel amazing. Yeah, it's a little bit sick. Yeah. You're a little bit sick. Do you know what I hate is that um I really enjoy my voice when I get sick. Oh, me it too. Gets I love it when it gets all real husky. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, hey, everyone. Yeah, I like I, like it's like one of my favorite things. I feel like the voiceover dude from, oh, what's his name? He did the voiceover for The Big Lebowski. Oh, that guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget his name, forget but his he name. just has like one of my favorite voices ever. And I hate that I always get this like voice that I really enjoy when I'm sick. But yeah, I'm sick. I'm annoyed that it's not COVID. Mm. Like there was like part of me that was like, if I'm going to get sick, it might as well just be COVID. Yeah. And when I looked at it and it wasn't COVID, I was like, ah, I think it's seven days off. Um, so here I am thugging it out for the team. We're doing the show. I am like also actually just side point. I got sick on Mother's Day. Aww. And I had to spend Mother's Day in bed, and Aww. I was so upset because I like bought all this stuff to cook my mom dinner, and like do a big fancy evening, and I couldn't do any of it. I couldn't even talk to her on the phone to wish her Mother's Day because I was just so sick. Aww. I mean, uh, I called my mom and she didn't answer. So. Oh, that's right. Because your mom doesn't even live in the same city. Eh? Nah, she still lives in the heart. Bless her. Uh-huh. House I grew up in, same house. Oh, that's cool. It's real cool. It's mm. um real cool. But when you think about the fact that like one day she's gonna have to sell it. I know I'm going to get real weird about that. Man. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get so weird about that. Oh, it's going to be awful for a whole family because yeah. I'm going to get way too emotional about it and I'm not going to make any decisions. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we got heaps coming up on the show today, including Ray is here very soon to talk about his new single. Um, in fact, is that he's here in the door? Right, right now. now? Hey. Oh, my gosh. Hi. We're here with Ray. He's got a new song out, and he's here to chat to us about it. Thanks for coming. Good to see you. How's kia ora, it going? Kia ora, kia ora. Nice to see you, too. Nice to be here. You're sort of the king of a feel-good banger, in Ooh, my opinion. Thank you. Um, I'll take that. Tell me a little bit more about all we got. So I had this idea to make a kind of poppy drum and bass tune, but add some kapahaka elements into it. Um... And I wanted to do something big with some with like a live brass feel as well. So we did this big whole production thing. I um, sat down with my friend Mikey Two Wise, who's a dope uh, young rapper from Wally also, um, and we just sat down and started banging out this tune. Um, the cope up of the song is kind of all about taking time to appreciate the here and now, not always getting caught up in the in the future and getting caught up on future goals and whatnot. Just appreciating what you have and where you're at at the current time. Is this something I've kind of struggled a bit with uh, over my 20s? Um, always been kind of so focused on my goals and focused on the next thing that I forget to enjoy the enjoy the process and enjoy the ride. Um, so, yeah, that's quite the co-papa of the song. That's it, really. Do you have those moments where, like, because you've had quite a lot of successful singles now where you've kind of done it you're like yeah i've had like a hit song yeah and now what yeah exactly that's that's kind of part of the learning eh? because i like i as you start like taking off these accolades like getting music awards or getting millions of streams and stuff like that once you get them you're kind of like you can, like it's good but you also have this like oh that doesn't feel as fulfilling as 
what I thought it would like because like you say there's always a next thing and there's always like oh I've got a 5 million stream track now I need a 100 million stream mm. track but really like those are just the superficial like the superficial um, parts of making music really the fulfilling stuff is the fact that I'm doing what I love and I'm putting out into the world what I love and what I want to put out like that is the main thing and yeah the joy is in the creation and sharing that music with people rather than the uh, extra superficial I think that comes through in your music though like all of your songs almost all your songs are kind of I'm like hearing this person who just wants me to have a good time like it's like good mood and stuff I'm like well now I'm in a good mood like thank you Ray that's the goal (laughs) that's the goal yeah I I do have like a lot of (laughs) more sad and deep songs as well they just just generally don't do as well (laughs) because it's a funny part it's a funny part of human nature that like we always want to feel good we always want to like ignore and deep down da- and bury deep down our troubles and, and negative emotions so we always like cling to the good stuff so like that's why it's easier to make feel good pop music than it is to make sad pop music um but yeah maybe one day i'll have a i'll have a big uh, sad tune like a ballad yeah yeah that'd be cool <laughs> why not let's, I'm do, into it. let's do some ballads your music and writing is very much about that combination of English and te reo. Like, you've got a lot of songs that are fully in te reo, but, like, this one, for example, you sort of mix it in really nicely. And I Thank love you. how successful you're able to just, like, put it together. Mm. Is there, like, a difference in feeling for you when you're writing in te reo versus when you're writing in English? Or does it kind of all just come out at once? Yeah, the reo definitely does guide my writing process. Um, like, because of the flow of the rail and also the different rhyming schemes that you can do and the different like syllables that are available to rhyme with uh, definitely does guide it also just like you know a lot of kupu maori have like double meanings and stuff to them some kupu in te reo might have you know extra depth in their english translations so it's real fun to like play on that um one example of that is in my next single way too on I've got this line where I say, um, and I got a language degree, so you know my reo is major, because um, I got a BA in te reo Māori, um, and reo doesn't just mean language, it can also mean voice, and it can also mean like, yeah, that kind of, that whole kind of aspect, so it's like, I'm not just talking about my language, I'm talking about my voice and my whole, uh, you know, communication. That's cool you got a BA in te reo Māori. Flex on him. He's got a degree. Man, I got degrees. He's educated. Man, I got bare degrees. Actually, I probably shouldn't do my UK accent on nah, online, but I mean, I don't have a degree, so I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> All good. Uh, music month right now, Te Marama Poro Aotearoa. Do you feel like the New Zealand music community, sort of as a whole, is a supportive and uplifting place? Good question. <laughs> I do have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, on the whole, I think we are a friendly and supportive music industry there's a lot of great aspects of the music industry here that i love i love um you know how everyone's coming around to more real music now um that's definitely a positive thing um i think we still have a lot of work to do to really highlight not only our real artists but our kiwi artists um there's still a little bit of stigma towards playing kiwi music um and i think that is you know it's slowly changing but like, like even the fact that, um, you know, a lot of media places like will only play twenty percent Kiwi music, and that's like the threshold. That's the aim. Like twenty percent is pretty small. Yeah, if you like, were operating like at twenty percent, 
as like a human being, you wouldn't be doing very well, right? Yeah, and like you know, where else is like as Kiwi Kiwi musicians, like where else is our music going to be played if it's not going to be played here? And like even if it gets to like you know we get that up to like thirty, forty, fifty percent, like it doesn't. It not only like has benefits for more nation building and more like culture building and more ident- sense of identity in Aotearoa. It also creates so many more jobs and so many more pathways and uh, uh, support for our musicians in Aotearoa because uh, so many more people will be able to do it full time mm. and not have to work part time. And, and that means more art, more great art and more great music will come out of this country. And yeah, like I've been blessed to be full time music for the last few years now, but like so many of my friends can't do that. So many of my peers have to go get full-time jobs or whatever, go get part-time jobs, and then they just have less time to create. And um, mm. so, yeah, I think I think we're getting there as a country. We just, um, yeah, we we're, we're just we just got got a couple of things to work on. A couple of little extra little bits yeah. of homework. And that's maybe. the other thing, like like. Kiwi musicians always have this thing about how we have to go overseas mm. to to make it or to like really like like be respected at home and like if we had a more supportive industry overall then we wouldn't have that need we could just do it here and be respected here and make a full living off it here and it'd be dope i was literally just about to ask that about like a lot of kiwi artists going to like australia or the uk or yeah. even america and then they have a big song overseas and then Altero was like, yeah, like yeah, exactly. we claim him now. He's awesome. <laughs> exactly. It's like, man, he's been playing in your hometown for like six years. <laughs> yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. Like, and like, don't get me wrong, I do like love traveling and I love making music overseas. So it's like one of my goals as well. But it's not like you know, like my career goal is more like rap game Dave Dobbin. Yeah. Like I want to make my own thing here and just be like iconic Kiwi muso here. And like, if I have a few song, big songs overseas, it's cool. But like. I'm a Tereo rapper. It'd be, be kind of whack if I was living in LA and just doing this doing this thing over there. Um, but yeah, I'd probably get more respect here <laughs> if I was doing that. <laughs> I love the idea of being rap game Dave Dobbin. <laughs> rap That's game huge. Dave Dobbin. I've been waiting to say that on an interview, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been really lovely to have you in the studio. Before you go, can I get a rundown on this look? Ish. You can indeed. My friend actually just found this jacket for me at Save Mart. It's so good. And she was like, you know what? My friend today would love this jacket. And so she bought it for me. Shout out Huya. I love it. Um, and this is a custom pony number, uh, which is in the shape of a Huya feather. Same as my Tamoko, because I'm Ngati Huya. All them things. Uh, Rangatira thing. Uh, local brand on my beanie. And shout out Wari Fari on the... On the overalls, oh. on the woman's overalls. Oh, hot tip. If you want to look cool, go to the Wadi Fadi Gets a Woman's Overalls. Facts. Uh, tell it, do all your plugging. Where can we find the new song? What else we got coming up? All we got is out now on all major streaming platforms. Um, except SoundCloud. I always forget to upload things to SoundCloud. <laughs> do people sort of, do you listen to SoundCloud? I mean, occasionally, but mainly to find like real weird Yeah, shit. like that's like... where the under, underground bangers are. Um, yeah, all we got is out now. Working on a music video for it soon. Doing a Matariki tour in Matariki in July, doing um, eight dates around the Motu. Cool. Um, cool. Are cool. You, you not that excited? I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, so am I. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be fun. Bit stressful organizing that at the moment, but we out here. It's going to be mean. Where can people get tickets? Uh, Musicbyray.com. Look, I've even got my own website. 
flash A, and it's .com because I'm so international, not just... He's got a degree, he's got his own website, like, what can't he do? And he's single. And he's single, like, everyone? I haven't said that on an interview before either. Oh, well, it's good to have you on camera to get outfit. Yeah, and by the way, I'm single, um, for anyone watching this. Um, well, sweet, we'll make sure to let the people know that your new single is out and you are also single. Single, single, single. Tahi FM. Let's go. That was Ray in the studio with us. Um, he's one of my favourite people to interview. He's real nice. He's real funny. He's real good time. Check out uh, all we got on Tahi FM right now. And also, just to plug us a little bit, uh, 51% New Zealand music on the Tahi stream. Always. At the very least. At the very least. But now, speaking of music, it's New Zealand Music Month. And uh, spoiler alert, we have a new season of NZ Hip Hop Stand Up coming out very soon. Keep your eyes out for that. It's a show all about sort of New Zealand hip hop, what it is, the pioneers of it. But I'm interested in your takes all, because this is kind of your thing. What are your views on sort of like the New Zealand hip hop scene right now as it is what's the vibe it's really good like i'm really like i think i think the new zealand hip-hop scene is like stronger than it's ever been because like i i think we're when when i I formerly worked in radio we wanted to switch to a hundred percent busfika music and that was in like 2019 and we were able to do that but i think if they had asked us in 2010 to go a hundred percent like Pacific mm. it wouldn't have been possible and a large number of like music that came up out of the scene was sort of hip hop R&B and sort of this new wave of pop and things like that but it's been really cool like looking at I think a lot of the the pioneers of the hip hop scene today like are now shifting to like mentoring positions mm. um, you got Rizvan who is a OG of the North Shore music scene um, who's like I mean I don't want to name names but like is very prominent for bringing up a lot of new talent. There's a lot of artists today in the hip-hop scene that uh, have really made their waves, and you can directly pinpoint their success to Rizvan. That's cool. You know, Rizvan's such a powerhouse of of mentoring talent. Um, and there's some other incredible people in the hip-hop scene, but I'm really glad with it, where it is too, because we've also, like, the sound has changed dramatically. There's been, like, so many different sounds that have come through time i think like if you look at like american hip-hop right now it sounds like very um i don't want to like it's like very like it's in a weird place like it's 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 an strange place i think there's some incredible talent out there but like the most mainstream stuff is not really my thing but here in new zealand our hip-hop is like really shifted from being entirely american influence the early days of decepticons and things like that where there, there was a uh Sid Diamond's early days, things like that, where the sound was very West Coast, US, very LA, tall tees, khaki pants, Air Force Ones and Chuck Taylors. Like, there was this very American sound to, like, today, where I think even artists who started out on that have found their own sound and, like, what we consider, like, New Zealand hip-hop. I think... when Like, I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like the sound of New Zealand hip-hop is very... Homebrew crew... Right. Um, years gone by with Tom Scott, mm, mm. Uh, Team Dynamite. Uh, I feel like those are artists that like really nail what New Zealand hip hop sounds like. Mokomokai, like Eno and Dirty, um, Brandon Shiraz, Diggy Dupe, artists who aren't afraid to 
rap in their normal accent instead of like putting yeah. on an American accent. There's also just sort of the this lyricism that comes with it and the sort of like vibiness in nature to the records. There's like this there's this just this this unique New Zealand hip hop sound that I don't think you'll get anywhere else. I think so too. I think people that like there's a lot of jazzy stuff. There's a lot mm. of like I think the way a lot of hip hop artists in New Zealand use sampling is quite fun. Yeah. Like it's always a bit different. It's always a bit like sometimes it's really old songs from like the forties and stuff. Mm. And like that's not super new. People are doing that for a while, but like I feel like in Auckland specifically, people mix it in a really fun way and they're like willing to have fun. These... And then add something serious on top of kind of like a fun sample. Yeah, I'm forgetting the name of them, but there's these two dudes from Southside that um have sampled like Adi Jar and Aradna on some of their records, like the the holes. And I'm just like, man, but it was, it's also kind of wild, right? They're like, there's kids out there who Aradna is like old school. Damn. You know, like there's kids that, that like Aradna's early stuff from like the early 2000s is like throwbacks, classic records to them. And although I consider them classics, it's just wild that there's like a generation of kids who like look at that in probably the same way that like we look at music from like the 60s, 70s and mm. 80s. Like, even though we're not that old, it's just like how like a few years difference can make that difference Honestly. in the music taste. It's it's I think it's cool though. Like I'm really like I think New Zealand hip hop is like in a really promising place. And it's cool because like what was once like a very inherently Auckland, in particular South Auckland thing with like hip hop, it's now moving around the country and you have hip hop artists coming out of the likes of Christchurch, like Big Sima and Gama Humble, and then you have uh, incredible talents coming out of Wellington and even like some small regional places in Chicago, Palmerston mm-hmm. North. Like, there's talent coming out all across the country, which is great. Like, I'm really happy to see that it's like this really accessible medium for people to share their stories and just show excellence. Like, I mean, it's the most popular genre of music in the world right now. Yeah, and it's, man. it's just consistently getting crafted into this beautiful piece of perfection here in Aotearoa. And it's like New Zealand Music Month is one of the coolest times for us to like go through that catalog and really embrace it. I encourage you to like sort of like go through some of your New Zealand hip hop artists and things like that and try and hear that sound that I'm talking about, about like what New Zealand hip hop sounds like. What does it sound like to you specifically? Because you try to strip back all of that American influence. What is it? Mm. I like I, I I challenge you to go and like genuinely have a listen through your catalog and see if you can figure out that sound for yourself because it like once you hear it, there's no going back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's my rant. I know it was good. My I, rant. It. I could talk about I could talk about like New Zealand hip hop for so long. Like especially especially brown people making hip hop, man. It's like it's just it's never been better. Like I'm just so happy about the state of it right now like it's just it's just it's a great time to be making hip-hop in new zealand uh that was a great rant thank you for that i have another slightly less important rant if you're cool with that sure it's not unimportant it is about the bachelor it is unimportant okay Okay. so here's my bachelor plan i've always wanted to be on the bachelor Uh and i just think i've cracked it so the, here's the my bachelor or the bachelorette you wait till the end of the story girl okay. there's a there's a it's a big plan so i get on the bachelor you can't send home the chubby girl in the first couple episodes because then it's a bad look for everybody mm. it's a bad look for everyone on the show so i'm safe till like episode three but by that time i've won the hearts of the nation i'm giving these producers whatever they want they want me to say something mean 
about some girl in the confessional, I'll do it. I'll say whatever you want. So the producers are going to keep me on because I'm narrating the whole season. So at this point, you know, I get a free trip to Thailand, bunch of free Lindau, and all I got to do is keep some boring man entertained for about six weeks, done it before, easy, don't even worry about it. Then it's like, you know, probably come like third or fourth, there's some incompatibilities. Maybe he's really into drum and bass or something, like it's not going to work. And then, but I'm devastated. You know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanted to win so bad. I loved him. Oh, everyone's really sad for me. I gave to Instagram followers. And then it's like, when they're casting the Bachelorette, who are they going to call? Oh, the fan favorite, Evie? Now I'm the captain. I'm picking out of a bunch of dudes who are vying for my attention. I'm wearing a glam look every single night. Another free trip to Thailand. Don't even worry about it. It's a big dream of mine. I've thought about it, but unfortunately I have like a really great boyfriend now, so I can't do it. Why do you say that like it's such a bad thing? I know, it's like... Why are you like, oh no, I'm in a healthy relationship. I'll never be on The Bachelor. I know, but being The Bachelorette would be like really cool. I would love it. I think I'd be really good at it. I love attention. I wouldn't mind a rose at any given time, you know? Is it, like, what's the average occupation of The Bachelors? Some of the occupations on those... It's crazy. Like, season three New Zealand Bachelor, Zach Batch, his job, he was a surf lifesaver at Red Beach. And then, I kid you not, and this is no disrespect to Zach Batch, loved the season, he seems like a lovely guy. Um, But one of the girls said, what is the most interesting thing about you? And he says, my mum is Australian. That was it. That was all he had. And, like, like, I'm sure he seems lovely. I really, like, do not get me wrong. But it's like, if the most interesting thing about you wholeheartedly is that your mum is Australian, it's kind of like, let's maybe get out the house more. Maybe let's leave, leave Red Beach every couple of weeks. But good for him. He's married to Aaron Simpson now, I believe. Who's Aaron Simpson? Uh, oh, here we go on the Aaron Simpson show. Oh! Yeah! Oh, no way! People in the booth are freaking... Liam is losing their mind in there when you said that you don't know who Aaron Simpson is. They're freaking out. I live in South Auckland. <laughs> I just remember she put K-pop on her show once and... People were really upset about it, but I can't remember why. I thought I was like, cool, I love K pop. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think of my bachelor plan? What do you reckon? I feel like um is well, it doesn't sound like your goal is to find love. No, it's and, to get you know, attention. Yeah. Is anyone on the bachelor there to find love? You I know think what I, mean? I think honestly, occasionally, like every one of those shows, right? Like Maths, Bachelor, Love Island, anything where you're trying to meet someone. There's always a few people in the mix who are genuinely like, this might work for me. Like, I might meet mm. someone and, like, really fall for them. There's always a few, but then there's, like, it's 50% who are, like, I'm here to get some influence, like, some followers. I want to be an influencer. going to sell tea on the internet. Like, they're very much that vibe. But there's, you know, there's always the real ones. I think a lot of the times, like, in the earlier seasons especially, the bachelors were looking for love. Mm. But now not so much. So that's kind of lucky if... if I mean, not lucky if things don't work out with my current relationship and then I have to go on The Bachelor and finally execute this plan. That would actually be quite upsetting. Yeah, probably would be, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it took a dark turn, didn't it? It took a very... Got some really dark, intrusive thoughts right now. Well... I need to text my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Just make him feel safe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's shift gears. Let's get into new music. Uh, we dropped our new music Monday post yesterday and it was pretty sick. I'm pretty excited with the lineup we've got. If you haven't already um if you missed uh we were talking about it the other week 
for the entire month of May, New Zealand Music Month. We're not adding any international acts. We're only adding local fresh new music and classic local music. Mm. Um, mm. You had a favourite from our local uh, fresh ads, right? Fresh ads, a new one. There's a Tuesday, have a new song, Familiar. I've been waiting for There's a Tuesday to do another song for a little while now, quite impatiently. Mm. So I'm very happy that they have a new one out, and it's great, and I love it. And they've got a great music video as well. They're on a bus. On a bus in the music video? Is it like a school bus? No, just like a bus with the... You know the... um, Seats on a bus with the weird, really bright, like, 90s uh, yes. carpet, like, on the seats. Very that. It's very yeah. good. I love them. They're oh, a great sick. They're a great band. Yeah. Um, in the classic ads, I was really happy to see Sweatits Off The Top uh, featuring. It's Diggy Dupe, Mellow Downs, GSB, and Rizvan. Such a good... Is it? Is it? It's Mellow... Yeah. Yeah, that's the lineup. Eh? I think Diggy so. Dupe, I mean, Mellow yeah. Downs, just... Um, it is, like... To me, it's just, like, this beautiful epitome of, like... New Zealand hip hop. When that record came out, it was huge because mm. that was like sweated at their peak. Um, but it was just like so. It was like the leaders of the scene at that time, all on one record, was crazy. You go watch the music video too. Like you can see, um, there's like a bunch of people there from the scene. Like um, David Dallas makes a cameo. Poetics in there. There's a bunch of other artists that are like just in the background of the music video. It was real cool. Um, Rizvan's got some history about that, where he raps about how the reason he couldn't make the music video was actually because his grandfather passed away. So oh. he was out. Um, he says he was uh, uh, dealing with that passing, and that's why he couldn't make the music video. And it's like this big. There's a lot of history to that that record. I genuinely think like that is a historic moment in New mm. Zealand hip hop. Um, shout out to our featured artist this week, though. Jeff Ong. Jeff Ong. He's on the cover. He's looking amazing. His new song "Waiting on What to Say" was our featured song. For this week, I'm really enjoying it too. By the way, it's like a like very different sound. Yeah, it's fun. I really mm. like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why he's on the cover. That's isn't why it? he's our featured artist that's why this he's week. Features artist. It's a great song. All of that has been added to the Tahi stream, which you can find on the website tahi.fm. If you want to check out the music stream, you can also find that extensive list of illustrious talent on the Tahi social media, in particular our Instagram. Gives a like, gives a follow. Stay up to date. Getting back into it, I. Don't know, because you actually, you're you're not born and bred in Auckland. No. Um, so when you came up, things would have changed. But back in the day, and I still think it's crazy that it was ever like this, Queen Street was 50 kilometers an hour. That was the speed limit up and down Queen Street through Brutamart, Key Street, all of that, right? 50 kilometers an hour. And, like, if you'd ever done 50 kilometers an hour down Queen Street, for whatever reason, there was just no traffic and, like, the lights were green, you were able to do that. That is crazy fast to be, like, going through, like, the CBD. It's, like, way too fast. Like, the fact that they ever were, like, you know what? Yeah, 50 sounds reasonable. is crazy to me. I just can't get over that concept. So when they dropped it down to, I think it's at, like, 30 now? I don't know. I never drive from the CBD. It's, like, like, I was, like, yeah, we really should have done this sooner. Upper Queen Street's different. I kind of feel like that can be, if you're going up the hill, it kind of makes sense. But, like, just, like, really speed limits should be lower if you're driving through a CBD anywhere in the world i mean like from traveling like most countries like you can't even drive in a lot of the cbds and yep. things like that i just think it's wild that you were ever allowed to speed and the reason we're talking about this is because a lot of local councils around the country are starting to also follow suit and lower speed limits in their cbds in their urban areas like like Rotorua. boom um so a government directed speed limit review uh could make up to 75 percent of urban streets in Rotorua a 30 
kilometre speed zone. Mm. And um, they've kind of got a similar thing going in Wellington, mm. except in Wellington it would be um, 93% Jesus. of Wellington streets would go down to 30. So both of these councils are sort of got a blanket approach to it at the moment. It's like, we need to lower them, let's just lower it for everywhere. Mm. And um, people do not like that. People not get very, like very worked up about that. Like, I, I don't know too much about driving at Otorua. I haven't done that a lot. Mm. Um, but I have driven a lot in Wellington. Mm. And there's a lot of streets that should be 30, but they're kind of, it's like Brooklyn, like make the whole thing 30. Honestly, any given week, there's a bus just stuck somewhere in Brooklyn trying to go around a corner or someone just driving into a ditch. And like Northland, like driving up and parking in Northland and Wellington Northland, not like Northland, the, mm. the bigger version. The real Northland. In the North. Um, it's awful. But mm. it's like, I think making the whole city 30K is like, well, there are some streets where I can go a nice, comfortable 50, you mm. know? So people get a bit up in arms about it Vegas is like uh, like Vegas is definitely one of those places that like when you're driving in between like say you're driving between the CBD and like you're driving around the lakes that I think it's like 70 or 80 through there mm. that makes sense because it's like straight up rural almost um, but like if you go into the Vegas CBD it's like it's like all speed bumps yeah I kind of I... just assumed it was 30 already I don't know that's just how I felt about it Wellington from my few experiences driving in Wellington I mean, like, you can't even go faster than 30. Yeah, like, that's, try, the, like, that's the thing. That you're, like, driving up a hill that's like this, like, pure, like, 90 degrees, yep. and then somehow you got to take a sharp left turn. I'm not doing that at 50. Talking so. about Devon Street, anyone who's been up or near Devon Street, shout-outs to you. Glad you made it out, trying to get around that corner. No one's going 50. Mm. I mean, I think when they do eventually change the speed limits. Like, I suppose, like, a lot of the places where they should be 30, people are already going 30 because it's dangerous not to. Like, mm. again, Brooklyn. Who's <laughs> driving up there? It's crazy. Like, but um, they also had... I read this article about it, and they um, did, like, a rundown on who was having the most crashes in the Wellington region. And I would love for you to guess uh, which city or which area of the Wellington region had by far the most car crashes. Uh, I thought that was going into for I thought you were going to say ethnicities. Oh, my God. I was like, I don't think we can do that on the show. No. Which place? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I honestly, I don't know too much about Wellington. I'm going to say Lower Hutt. Yeah, it's Lower Hutt. Yeah, yes. way more crashes in Lower Hutt than uh, anywhere else Congrats, in the Wellington guys. region. Followed closely by Porirua and then Upper Hutt. So, Leading um, the pack, Lower Hutt. Congratulations. You know, I mean, I've driven a lot in the hut. I'm not. Won a prize you don't want to win. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm honestly not surprised. I mean, I they're going to lower the speed limits anyway. It should probably be the hut. And we've got all these roundabouts, and no one knows how to indicate properly, including me, but, like, everyone else too. It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's genuinely a nightmare. But, yeah, what do you think? Should we lower all the speed limits, or should we just uh, go real Germany with it and let everyone drive, like, 300k? Oh, no, let's not autobahn it. Gee, there's nothing wrong with lowering the speed limit. So what? It's going to take an extra five minutes to get to work, gee. People are going to be safe, okay? Deal with it. Yeah, deal with it. Uh, so you're a little sick, or you're a little unwell. Um, Don't say it like that. Yeah, that sounded a little patronising, eh? Oh, you're a little sick. Oh, what, what, you're a little unwell. Well, well, well. No, you are sick. And it's like, yeah, I'm sorry that you're sick. And I'm sorry for being really patronising about it right now. But have you done any, like, home remedies? Has anything worked? Gee, kawakawa. Yeah. Like, man, they rate that in my household. 
Bro, they they stand by that. You know, like the weirdest. Like I hear some like real weird, like hundred percent Northland like 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 remedies. So they're like, oh yo, put Vicks on your feet and then put socks on. I yeah, was like, what yeah. the hell are you talking about? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because I got like like my mom's a district health nurse, so like. Like, sometimes I'll tell her remedies. She'll be like, no, that doesn't. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, I got told to drink Powerade. She's like, no, no, no. Just water. Honestly, water. any problem I've ever had, like health-wise, emotionally, whatever, my mum's answer to it is have a bath. Every single time. She's like, I'm like, I'm so sad I got broken up with. She's like, have a bath. I'm oh, like, yeah, I love that people are just like, have a hot shower. And I'm yeah. just like... Yeah, it's not doing. Like, it's not. Have you been like so sick you don't want to get out of bed? Like you know, like a hot mm. shower like seems like the opposite. It's like the things you should be doing if you're sick. Realistically, as you should stay in bed, mm-hmm. you should sleep, and you should drink fluids, water. Mm. If you can get electrolytes in, great. Coconut, as like an islander, is like coconut water is like super like jacked with electrolytes, so that's like the go-to. But like I always crack up at like some people's like home remedies always like really funny. Like just like every everyone has their own one that's like just like a weird in my household Vix is like the bees end. Yeah. Like it's the bees all, like it's just like Vix on your chest, Vix on your feet, Vix on your hands, on your nose, like Eat that's just gonna soul as like but like also when I was a kid, like in an islander household it was Vixen hot water, and you put a blanket over your head, and you just sit that underneath works, the. Though. Yeah, yeah, that it does. Works. It like, yeah, when, that's like, like one of those things that just like is like a. It makes sense. It clears the sinuses out. But like, there's also people who like eat spicy food, and I'm like, oh man, I don't know if spicy food is what I should be doing when my throat is in agony. Yeah. I don't know if spicy foods the go. Did you have any ones that growing up like the, like um, outside of a bath? Yeah, like, have a bath or have a glass of hot milk was another one. But, like, when I was in Korea, when I got sick, everyone would just be like, have some soju and some kimchi. Mm. Like, have some kimchi jjigae, drink some soju, like, it'll sort you out. Like, like wholeheartedly. And I was like, so I'm sick, and what you're telling me to go do is go get drunk. Just go drink a bunch of soju and just get wasted. Like, and in a weird way, I suppose it sort of like does, I, maybe it does work. I don't know. But if someone's telling me the best way to deal with being sick is to go get drunk, I mean, I did it. I mean, I don't know if it worked or not. I can't remember because I was drunk. But um, it was an interesting one. I mean, a lot of like stew when I was little, I was sick. Stew, Mum would make yeah. a stew, like very yeah. like solid Irish stew vibes. Mm. I mean, that was always nice. But mostly I just act like a little baby and make my mum, like, wait on me. I'm like, mum, I need another tea. I'm so sick. <laughs> I really love, like, living with other people when you're sick because it's so much nicer. Like, when I was younger and, like, I, like, lived alone and I got sick, it was mm. just like, oh, this is, like, pre-food delivery and things like oh, that. So it was just, like, straight up, like, Oh yeah, I'm not only like deathly ill, I'm also starving. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that was like the Am worst. It was the worst experience. <laughs> like, I'm really grateful to like live with people now and have like family that's like, oh yeah, hey, we can we can look after you. And like, I try not to be man man flu about it, you know. Uh, like, I have to be deathly ill to be catered to. Otherwise, I'm gonna do everything myself. Oh that's man, just... I, I'll find any excuse to not do anything. Man. I could stub my toe <laughs> and be like, I need to be looked after for days. Carry me around, like very bad. <laughs> But I'm just really lazy, and I'm searching for any excuse to do as little as humanly possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, if I'm sick, I suppose, like, perk is, as much as I hate being sick, I hate it so much, but I get to just sit and, like, watch heaps of anime, and no one can say anything about it. Can we talk about that real quick? I know know it's a little off topic, but when you were, like, a kid and you got sick, my dad used to be like, oh, 
oh, you can watch TV? You're not sick enough to not go to school. Oh, if you can watch TV, you're 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 healthy enough to go to school. And I was like, I don't think there's a correlation. They're like, if I'm lying on like lying on the couch, like in agony, like and the TV's on, because like what am I gonna do? Like stare, I'm ten. Yeah. Like you know, my dad's so like, yeah, if you watch TV, you're good enough to go to school. It's like. Bro, <laughs> honestly, my mum never let me have a day off of school. I would be so sick. Like, I literally had bird flu in year 10, and they told me I could not come to school. And my mum was like, you're fine. I've got to go to work. Go to school. I'm at school. Oh. They had to lock me in a room because I was real sick, and I was going like, to infect everybody. And they were like, go home. I'm like, well, there's no one to pick me up. Yeah. Like, what am I going to get on the train and, like, get all the way home? I'm, like, shivering. I'm, like, <laughs> so sick. And, you know, just sat in this room, and then uh, eventually... All the teachers were like, eh, you can just get the train home. I was like, get out of here. So I got the train home. Um, and then the next day, my mum was like, yep, go back to school. Jesus. It's like, woman, give me a day off. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, if, you, if you're if you one of those like home remedy naturopath people, like I know you're clued up. I'd love to know if you got any remedies because I'd like to feel better as soon as possible. Please DM me. Eat a banana and sit outside. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You may have seen our little clips on Instagram of usually us just being like really funny and relatable, but we're also on TikTok and you should also follow us on TikTok because it's really fun on there and they love me on TikTok. Oh yeah, they hate me on TikTok. Uh, it's not that they hate me, but like people are like much like, I don't, I don't know, like people just, people like just comment randomly be like. I love you, Evie. I love you from Norway. Yeah, like, I have a fan from Norway. Yeah. But it's like, there's just no mention of you. Yeah, It's yeah, like yeah. you're not there. And then the comment, like, I was really waiting for, we had a clip the other day about me talking about New Metal. Mm. And I was really waiting for, like, someone, some dude to, like, comment and be like, name three System of Down songs, like that sort of energy. Mm. But then some girl commented being like, you're not even talking about Deftones. And I was like, wow. Yeah, I really need to clear the air on that one. Deftones clear are like my favourite band. I was going to reply to that and be like, girl, please. But it's like, also, she doesn't know me. She's never met me, and mm. I didn't mention it. So my B. But the thing is, on Reels, it's like the opposite. It's like I'm not even there on Reels. On Instagram, they love you. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, well, like, besides, like, that one video where I was talking about beating up a horse, like, like people are a little upset about that everywhere. Mm. But, like, mm. in mm. particular on TikTok, they really didn't like that. They did not like that joke at all. No, they didn't love that one. And comments on TikTok are really weird in general, though. Like, there's a lot of ones that are just kind of, like, pointless. Like, one person was like, you know, I really think horses are super beautiful, but, you know, it's okay that this guy doesn't. And yeah. it was like, you know what, thanks for sharing, girl. Thanks for coming along. Like, great to hear from you. Thanks for letting us know. Like, yeah. she likes horses. Good for her. Like, Good for her. Yeah. But, hey, if you want to, like, uh, just team... Team Evie or Team Saul, all right? <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, give us a like, give us a follow, stay up to date. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't forget, we have a TikTok, and um, I'd like to be too there as well. You know, I'd appreciate that. We could do with more views on TikTok. Let's be real about it. Let's we be could real do about with why more we views. brought it up today. No one's watching it. Like, we're like, oh, everyone loves Evie. Yeah, like 20 people. And it's like, I love them. I love my 20 fans. I love you guys. Shout outs. Um fan meet whenever I give me a call but um <laughs> yeah my fan meet because I'm a celebrity <laughs> we're having a tahi con it's coming up in June tahi con I'll yeah. be speaking Saul will be speaking It'll Harry be will be speaking yeah. we'll do a panel and it's just us but like you're the keynote speaker then I'm the keynote speaker then it's a panel but it's like me and you and like Guyan we'll get Guyan anyway anyway
TikTok, Instagram, we're there. Check it out. Stay up to date with everything happening on the show, of course. That is about all the time we have left on the show today. Um, massive shout out to Ray for joining us in the studio today. He's great he's dressed so well. He's handsome. He is handsome. I mean, yeah, he is, he is he's beautiful. Just... Every he time I've met music. him like out and about industry stuff mm. he's always been like the nicest person there like we did this yeah, bit yeah. at the AMAs like asking people if we could come to the after party like mm. and most people really awkwardly said no and I remember I like <laughs> Georgia Lyons was like oh I don't I don't think I can invite you and she was so nice about it but we thought it was really funny that she was just like saying no but mm. we asked Ray and then he's like yeah like come with me I'm sort of thing at this place like you guys come how many of you are like come and we were like well, that ruins the joke because this guy's just inviting <laughs> us now. He's so nice. He's lovely. <laughs> he is. Lo- he's lovely. It makes some phenomenal music. So don't forget to check out his latest single. Um, I feel like there was something else we wanted to talk about before we left. Oh, uh, Thursday. We got a lot going on on Thursday. Oh, uh, yeah. We've got Fable, um, the 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 prodigy, the prodigal son, prodigal, prodigal, Prod- prod- the chosen one of you. Will. I dropped out of school at fifteen. Um, nice. He's coming on the show on Thursday. Make sure you stay, tune on in for that interview. It's gonna be. It's it's it's. I'm a big fan of Fable. I think he's a real talent and. His uh, upcoming song, which I can't really talk too much about because I don't think he's announced it yet, but it comes out on Friday. It's really good. Uh, it's like very South Auckland. You got a shout out to Fable. Do you um, know what I um, just popped into my mind when you said like about dropping out of school? Mm. That we're the only two people in this whole company without degrees. Oh, I have a diploma. diploma. I've got I have a diploma, diploma too. We got yeah. the same one, I think. Diploma in commercial broadcasting? Oh, mine's in, um, it's just diploma in radio broadcasting. Ah, uh, okay. No, yeah, I got yeah. commercial broadcasting. Mind you, it only took me six six months? It's like one semester or something like that, I think. Mine I was say. like a year, but you get that real long break in the middle, so it's probably all up more like six months. But you know, I worked really hard. What's I tried really, really sad hard. is that there's like very, all of the, pretty much every radio school in the country is like gone now. I am. Um, because what, there's... We closed the doors behind us, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just bombed it so hard, man. They were just like, oh, dear. They were like, Evie's here. She's trained. New Zealand School of Radio in Tauranga that I went to, that's closed. The one in Auckland closed. The one Wellington closed, too. I was yeah. the last class. Yeah. And then I think there's what? There's one in Christchurch? There's the, there's the um, like B school, like the degree one in Christchurch. So you just call it a B school? Is that, is that, Harry always calls it B school. Is that what it's he called? Ha- Harry, our producer school. Harry was. Uh, you went to the. You went to B school. Yeah, B he's school. calling it B so school. That's what, B so that's what he's calling it. Okay. Um, I would like to go to B school. You <laughs> can learn how to be a B. <laughs> it's yeah. I you know what? I've always wanted to go back to my old radio school to teach a class. But one time I went back and I helped out with some high school students and I got to teach them how to make commercials and I got to... <laughs> oh, I got these high school kids to do one for the mermaid. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that like against some sort of like law? Pro- nah, but you know, like it's... it's... Yeah, it's, 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 there's nothing better than going back to your old radio school and just like messing with some high school kids who are like wanting to pursue a career in radio. I hope they did though. It would be really sick. Like, uh, like as, as like a, as a Samoan, obviously I'd love to see more brown people in commercial broadcasting, but yeah, it's a real shame that like all of those radio schools like shut down. It was like, 
It's a real tough time. Well, it's like, it's sad because it's like someone like me, right, who was never going to pass a degree. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. But I'm obviously, like, still really talented and, like, really funny and, like, really cool and stuff. So it's like, you know, where are the other Evies of the world supposed to mm. go? Like, I, fa- I dropped out of uni. Like, if you're feeling bad about your, like, educational status right now, if you're listening, I dropped out of uni four different times from four different universities. It was... It, Every time I was like, no, 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 I'll be able to do it this time. Never was able to do it. Like, I'm just not, I didn't have the medicine I needed. I wasn't diagnosed with ADHD yet. I was just showing up and hoping for the best. And it was awful. And I hated every second of it. And then I went to broadcasting diploma. And it was great. It was so much better. And I did great. I got great marks. I had a wonderful time. I worked really hard. So it just kind of concerns me that we are limiting options for the Eevees of the world. The Eevees of the world. Yeah, I think, what did I do? I got my GED, and then I just went to radio school, because I was just like, meh, seems like a good idea. And ten years later... Here we are. Here we are. We made it. Actually, sounds it has almost been ten years. It's been, like, what, nine? Nine years now? So I'm coming on my tenth year in, like, Brooke. Jesus. All right. That's I awesome. feel I feel bad for, like, people, too. They're like, um those kids that go and actually go get degrees in um, communications at university. Because I'm like, man, you guys are... Way more educated than me. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm like, man, that that can't have been easy. Yeah, <laughs> shout gonna, out to I, you, yeah, man. Shout out to you all. Shout <laughs> out to like, you guys with your degrees out there. Shout out to anyone with a university degree, man. Whether you wanted it or not, you did it. Congratulations. And we will be back on Thursday. Fable joining us on the show. We're also going to be talking about dumb red flags when it comes to dating. Um, until we see you Thursday till Fast Food 4. Car Kates.